The Tobacco Shop by Fernando Pessoa. I'm nothing. I'll always be nothing. I can't want to be something. But I have in me all the dreams of the world. You open onto a street continually crossed by people. A street inaccessible to any and every thought. Real, impossibly real, certain, unknowingly certain. With the mystery of things beneath the stones and beings, with death making the walls damp and the hair of men white, with destiny driving the wagon of everything down the road of nothing. Today I'm defeated as if I'd learned the truth. Today I'm lucid as if I were about to die and had no greater kinship with things than to say farewell, this building and this side of the street becoming a row of train cars, with the whistle for departure blowing in my head, and my nerves jolting and bones creaking as we pull out. Today I'm bewildered like a man who wondered and discovered and forgot. Today I'm torn between the loyalty I owe to the outward reality of the tobacco shop across the street and to the inward reality of my feeling that everything's a dream. I failed in everything, since I had no ambition, perhaps. I failed in nothing. I left the education I was given, climbing down from the window at the back of the house. I went to the country with big plans, but all I found was grass and trees. And when there were people, they were just like the others. I step back from the window and sit in a chair. What should I think about? How should I know what I'll be? I who don't know what I am? Be what I think? But I think of being so many things. And there are so many who think of being the same thing that we can't all be it. Genius? At this moment... A hundred thousand brains are dreaming their geniuses just like me. And it may be that history won't remember even one. All of their imagined conquests mounting to so much dung. No, I don't believe in me. Insane asylums are full of lunatics with certainties. Am I, who have no certainties, more right or less right? No, not even me. In how many garrets and non-garrets of the world are self-convinced geniuses at this moment dreaming? How many lofty and noble and lucid aspirations, yes, truly lofty and noble and lucid, and perhaps even attainable, will never see the light of day or find a sympathetic ear? The world is for those born to conquer it, not for those who dream they can conquer it, even if they're right. I've done more in dreams than Napoleon. I've held more humanities against my hypothetical breast than Christ. I've secretly invented philosophies such as Kant never wrote, but I am, and perhaps will always be, the man in the garret, even though I don't live in one. I'll always be the one who wasn't born for that. I'll always be merely the one who had qualities, I'll always be the one who waited for a door to open in a wall without doors and sang the song of the infant. 
in a chicken coop and heard the voice of God in a covered well. Believe in me? No, not in anything. Let nature pour over my seething head, its sun, its rain, and the wind that binds my hair. And let the rest come if it will or must, or let it not come. Cardiac slaves of the stars, we conquered the whole world before getting out of bed. But we woke up and it's hazy. We got up and it's alien. We went outside and it's the entire Earth. Plus the solar system and the Milky Way and the indefinite. Eat your chocolates, little girl. Eat your chocolates. Believe me, there's no metaphysics on Earth like chocolates. And all religions put together teach no more than the candy shop. Eat, dirty little girl, eat. If only I could eat chocolates with the same truth as you. But I think, and removing the silver paper that's tinfoil, I throw it on the ground as I've thrown out life. But at least, from my bitterness over what I'll never be, there remains the hasty writing of these verses. A broken gateway to the impossible. But at least I confer on myself a contempt without tears. Noble at least in the sweeping gesture by which I fling the dirty laundry that's me, with no list, into the stream of things. And I stay at home, shirtless. Oh, my consoler who doesn't exist and therefore consoles. Be you a Greek goddess conceived as a living statue, or a patrician woman of Rome, impossibly noble and dire, or a princess of the troubadours, all charm and grace, or an 18th century marchioness, decollect and aloof, or a famous courtesan from my parents' generation, or something modern, I can't quite imagine what. Whatever all of this, whatever you are, if you could inspire, then inspire me. My heart is a poured-out bucket. In the same way, invokers of spirits invoke spirits, I invoke my own self and find nothing. I go to the window and see the street with absolute clarity. I see the shops. I see the sidewalks. I see the passing cars. I see the clothed living beings who pass each other. I see the dogs that also exist. And all of this weighs on me like a sentence of exile. And all of this is foreign like everything else. I've lived, studied, loved, and even believed. And today there's not a beggar I don't envy just because he isn't me. I look at the tatters and sores and falsehood of each one, and I think perhaps you never lived or studied or loved or believed, for it's possible to do all of this without having done any of it. Perhaps you've merely existed as when a lizard has its tail cut off and the tail keeps on twitching without the lizard. I made of myself what I was no good at making, and what I could have made of myself, I didn't. I put on the wrong costume, and was immediately taken for someone I wasn't, and I said nothing, and was lost. 
When I went to take off the mask, it was stuck to my face. When I got it off and saw myself in the mirror, I had already grown old. I was drunk and no longer knew how to wear the costume that I hadn't taken off. I threw out the mask and slept in the closet like a dog tolerated by the management because it's harmless. And I'll write down this story to prove I'm sublime. Musical essence of my useless verses. If only I could look at you as something I had made instead of always looking at the tobacco shop across the street, trampling on my consciousness of existing like a rug a drunkard stumbles on or a doormat stolen by gypsies and it's not worth a thing. But the tobacco shop owner has come to the door and is standing there. I look at him with the discomfort of a half-twisted neck, compounded by the discomfort of a half-grasping soul. He will die, and I will die. He'll leave his signboard. I'll leave my poems. His sign will also eventually die, and so will my poems. Eventually the street where the sign was will die, and so will the language in which my poems were written. Then the whirling planet where all of this happened will die. On other planets of other solar systems, something like people will continue to make things like poems and to live under things like signs. Always one thing facing the other. Always one thing as useless as the other. Always the impossible as stupid as reality. Always the inner mystery as true as the mystery sleeping on the surface. Always this thing, or always that, or neither, one thing nor the other. But a man has entered the tobacco shop. To buy tobacco? Implausible reality suddenly hits me. I half rise from my chair, energetic, convinced, human. And will try to write these verses in which I say the opposite. I light up a cigarette as I think about writing them. And in that cigarette I savor a freedom from all thought. My eyes follow the smoke as if it were my own trail. And I enjoy, for a sensitive and fitting moment, a liberation from all speculation. And an awareness that metaphysics is a consequence of not feeling very well. Then I lean back in the chair and keep smoking. As long as destiny permits, I'll keep smoking. If I married my washwoman's daughter, perhaps I would be happy. I get up from the chair. I go to the window. The man has come out of the tobacco shop, putting change into his pocket. Ah, I know him. It's unmetaphysical Estevez. The tobacco shop owner has come to the door, as if by divine instinct. Estevez turns around and sees me. He waves hello. I shout back, hello, Estevez. And the universe falls back into place without ideals or hopes. And the owner of the tobacco shop smiles.